Welcome! Hi! I'm Vicky, aka the Aphrodisian Witch, and you're listening to Not Another Witch Podcast. Because does the world really need another witch podcast? No, but we're gonna do it anyway! Um, I am so excited to be here. It's been a long time coming. Um, Folks who've been following me on Instagram have probably seen me mention that I have plans to do a podcast for over a year (laughs) at this point. And finally, we are here. I am super excited to dive into this um, and to use this as a new platform to chat about all things witchy, to ramble, to get in my Gemini-ness <laughs> and to really just explore stuff with a little bit more depth, more nuance that social media frequently doesn't really lend itself to all that well. So before I dive in today, I'm going to invite you to get just 1% or 2% or even half a percent more comfortable and more into pleasure. Now this might be something like getting a blanket, I've got a blanket over my lap, Um, getting your favourite drink, perhaps lighting some incense or a candle, or even just making yourself a little bit more comfortable where you're sitting or lying down. This could even be as simple as just taking a big deep breath and just getting a little bit more into your body. Um, Of course, everything is an invitation. You don't have to do what I say. I don't do what I say. Um, (laughs) But if it feels good, I invite you to just pause this here and just make it a teensy bit more pleasurable for you. Hi, welcome back. If you paused it, hello. So I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably already know me, but I don't know, people people come out of the woodwork everywhere. So I thought I'd just open it up just to introduce myself briefly um, and then talk a little bit about what I'm going to be covering in this opening episode. So I'm Vicky, aka the Aphrodisian Witch. My pronouns are they slash she, and I really like when folks use them interchangeably. Um, because I feel it kind of pays a nod to all parts of me. Um, I am a queer, non-binary, disabled witch who is super focused on centering my practice more around pleasure to create something that's more sustainable, that has more ease and more creativity, and just feels as me as possible. And this might sound like quite a basic thing, maybe, because so many of us adore our practices so much, but for such a long time, I was really just going through the motions with my witchcraft practice, with my spiritual practice. And that's really, you know, kind of what I'm about, what I'm about supporting other people with. Um, So I live in Wales currently. I was born and raised here in Wales, um, although I did spend some years in my, of my teenage years in England, and my husband is also English, so a lot of people are surprised 
when I say that I'm Welsh because my accent is not as prominent as the traditional Welsh accent, but you'll probably hear it coming out now and again. <laughs> Sometimes when I speak really fast about stuff at the end of sentences. And I love living here. Like I said, I live here with my husband, which feels kind of wild to say because we've only been married like two months. And yeah, I've been doing this a while. This is now like my job, which is kind of wild to say. Um, because I definitely did not start off on this path to make this a source of income or a larger life work, but that's just, that's just how it happens. Um, a big part of my practice is that I am a devotee and priestess of Aphrodite, the um, ancient Greek and Cypriot goddess of love and lust and autonomy and individuality and queerness and all that good shit that I am just um, all about. It's a huge part of my practice. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I speak quite a lot about Aphrodite. Um, obviously, my my name, the Aphrodisian Witch, pays, like, kind of gives a nod to her. But my practice, even when it's not directly involving Aphrodite, is Aphrodisian. Um, and I practice Aphrodisian witchcraft, which is contrary to how the name might sound. You don't have to work with Aphrodite to practice Aphrodisian witchcraft because I view Aphrodisian witchcraft as any magical workings or even focus around magic that look at the energy of connection, of attraction, of creativity, of community. All those things that I consider to be linked to Aphrodite, but I very much see these as like chicken and the egg. Like, is did Aphrodite create Aphrodisian energy? Did Aphrodisian energy create Aphrodite? I don't know. So I'm hoping that obviously as I move through these episodes, that I can give folks a little bit more depth to me, to my practice, because unfortunately, a couple of second long reels on Instagram don't really allow me the the depth and the space to go into these more complex topics. And I've kind of realized that my path within my mentoring around witchcraft is not necessarily teaching, say, beginner witches how to ground, even though that is a very integral part of um, any kind of magical teaching is teaching the kind of tools to help support that magical activity, that magical growth. But I'm really here to help folk kind of zoom out almost and think less about specific practices and less about teaching specific practices and more about supporting folks in centering their witchcraft practice around pleasure, around stuff that feels good to them. I am so immersed within witchcraft that for me, this is like talking about the nuances of life because it does come into a lot of stuff that I do. And there are some folks out there that I know who are very much in the same boat. There are others who really are craving magic to be intertwined with their lives. So I'm just hoping really that this podcast will give space to have these deeper conversations to just open up the space and talk about topics on a deeper level. 
Um, and also to kind of diversify my own content from something that's not just Instagram. A couple, well, at the time of recording a couple of like days ago, Instagram had like a huge outage and I had such a panic because so many people had this experience. They'd logged on and their accounts, they said that they were disabled or suspended. And obviously my first thing was, oh no, this is my whole platform. I do have an email newsletter, but you know, it's at the time of recording, I have like 22K followers. I have a couple of hundred people on my email newsletter. So, you know, um, and I started kind of freaking out a little bit. So this kind of also pushed me to, to make the podcast now, but it has been a really long time coming. So I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of why I'm making this podcast. Um, because like the title suggests, I am a bit of a cynic. And when I had a couple of people say to me, oh, you should make a podcast. I would love to listen to you talk, which I cannot relate, to be honest, folks. I can't. I don't get it. Um, I kind of cringe when I listen back to my voice. Um, and a lot of times after recording stuff, and I know I'm probably going to feel this after recording this episode, I'm like, wow, I just chatted shit for like, however long. (laughs) And then people will be like, whoa, that was really impactful. And I'm like, seriously? (laughs) Because a lot of times I just feel like I'm rambling, but, um, I'm sure that's just imposter syndrome getting in the way. But I spoke to a fan. I can't even remember who it was. I'm sure maybe someone who's going to be listening to this will be like, it was me. It was me that said this. So it was you that I had this conversation with. Please um, let me know because bad shit memory. I think they had said something like, oh, you should have a podcast. And I said, does the world really need another witchcraft podcast? <laughs> As someone who um, kind of rolls their eyes. <laughs> When I see people in in a very loving way, when I see witches launching witchcraft podcasts, because I'm like, oh my god, I feel like uh, there's always a bit of a thing of if you're making witchy content online, you have to have a podcast, you have to have a YouTube channel. And that's not why I'm making this. And this person was like, no, the world does not need another witchcraft podcast. But I think, you know, we might need yours. And I'm still like, well... The world doesn't, does absolutely not need me to chime into this conversation. But if it makes one person out there um, kind of think about their practice a little bit differently, then I feel like I've done my job here. I also know like some really, really, really fucking cool people. Um, And I've had so many conversations with other witches in DMs or on lives or just like on calls or whatever or catching up that I've been like fuck like this would this would be such a cool conversation to have um and I know so many people who perhaps don't have the same platforms for talking about witchy stuff I know so many cool people who are weaving magic and witchcraft throughout their lives throughout their work in completely innovative and unexpected ways And that's the kind of stuff that makes me really excited to be part of this community. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to make the podcast that I would like, (laughs) that I would like to listen to. Um, So I will also be having some guests on here with me. I'm (laughs) hoping. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, yeah, we're gonna have some guests. I haven't booked anyone as of the time of this recording, um, but that's the next job. So I'm really hoping this doesn't backfire and people wanna come on here and talk to me. Um, I'm sure they will. I'm sure there's people probably listening now being like, yes, Vic, I've already had this conversation with you. Um, so yeah, so I'm hoping that through kind of expanding on the topics of magic and witchcraft and spirituality with these cool, cool, cool people and witches that I know, um, will just give some new conversations a better platform. Um, I don't really listen to many witchy podcasts. There are a couple that I listen to, but I don't really listen to that many um, because I haven't really found many that I've really vibed with. I am at the point in my practice, you know, 11 years on from when I started practicing, that I'm not looking for content of how to do stuff. I'm looking for content that adds depth to the conversation and allows me to consider a new way of looking at my practice, of looking at my devotion to Aphrodite, of looking at my connections to other people and other witches. Um, so I'm just kind of hoping to have fun. <laughs> and also I'm trying to disrupt my internalized perfectionism. You know, I've been doing the Aphrodisian witch for over a year at this point, and when I first rebranded from my old kind of art witchy account, Radgill Designs, and moved into the Aphrodisian Witch, which was October 2021, I think I was on like about a thousand followers on Instagram. And by I think February, I was on like 10K. I had this massive viral reel, fucking reels. <laughs> And I felt almost kind of shoved into this visible, visible spot that I really was not expecting. You know, I'd started sharing reels because it was a really small community and that felt very safe because I didn't feel like it was super visible. It was people who had known me, who had stuck around for a while. And then suddenly, you know, in the space of about two weeks, I was having thousands of people commenting, thousands of people picking apart my practice. And I almost lost, I think, a bit of my edge because suddenly it was like, oh no, people are seeing one reel that's out of context or obviously trolls and misogynists and just people who were just being dickheads. And it was just, I, I, the phrase I keep coming back to that I've spoken, I've spoken to other people, other content creators, and I kind of hate that I, I am a content creator because I didn't set out to be one. I always say that I felt like I had these two spikes in visibility. One was like a couple of weeks ago at this point. And I felt like my nervous system has, hadn't really caught up. And I was finding myself, you know, self-censoring, and writing out a post and then being like, oh, I need to add um, more, more context to that. I need to explain myself. And I realized that I was really over explaining myself and getting caught up in spending so much time and energy on content and captions and how it's meant to be. And it just wasn't sustainable. And it put me in a space where 
interacting with Instagram really was not feeling good because unexpectedly I had this massive surge in visibility which I wasn't expecting and was not the goal and while you know I am so grateful for this because unfortunately the way that social media works is that you could be the best mentor in the world and if you're not getting seen by people it's like well you can't really do much with that and you'll find a lot of like business coaches and and you know people will say you know just put whatever you want online and I'm like yes totally be yourself because then you kind of attract your people but in the other hand it's also like yeah but literally the algorithm does punish you um so I found myself really over analyzing and and people pleasing with my content um and I'm really I I do feel like I'm really coming out of that now um I'm realizing that (laughs) at 22k that is such a wild amount of people for me to even wrap my head around and there are people who have been here since day one there are you know I have a client base now I have people that consistently want to work with me and my clients are amazing they are magical geniuses they are absolutely fantastic they've taught me so much so I feel like I've gone off on a massive tangent this is all to say that I'm hoping that doing this podcast will disrupt the need for me to over-explain myself um, by giving myself a platform to be able to go into some of these topics that I want to touch on in a bit more depth um, and hopefully to sort of begin to heal my relationship with visibility because when I speak like this, <laughs> like I'm doing now, um, it's a lot easier for me to formulate my thoughts than, than writing because I constantly get this thing of being misinterpreted. But it's silly because those moments when I haven't worried about that, that is when I have resonated most with people. So, I mean, maybe a lot of this stuff, um, if you just followed me on Instagram, you might not, you might not see. Um, but like, even to this day, before I post something, I will still get a little bit of anxiety and panic about it Um, because, I don't know, I I always feel like my my nervous system is is still a little bit fried. And that is why, you know, anyone who makes any sort of content or a small business owner or anything like that, they know the feeling of kind of what I call yeeting content into the void. And it does sometimes feel like you're just throwing stuff out like time and time and time again for no tangible results so when people come and they're like wow this is really helpful or this really spoke to me this really resonated like it honestly means so much um so if you're ever worried about like bothering me (laughs) with saying like seriously it, it it's such a vulnerable thing especially when it comes to spirituality and my witchcraft practice it's so vulnerable this is something that's so personal to me Um, And while I feel so grateful to be able to teach about this and to have this as my job, it's still a very intimate thing. And anyone that I kind of help support with that, it's even more intimate when you are actually helping people craft a spirituality that feels kind of authentically them. So what I'm really trying to craft here is for folks to be able to have conversations about magic in all its forms 
but paying particular attention to like disrupting norms within our community, disrupting what we consider to be the norm for pleasure, adding more pleasure into our craft, unique ways of using magic, and all kind of stuff like that. I'm really hoping this is going to be a space of flexibility and nuance around conversations around witchcraft. I feel really passionate about giving folks a platform and kind of uplifting voices that perhaps haven't been given much platform. I want to speak to the outsiders, the weirdos (laughs) of our community, because that's me. And there are so many people that I know who have so much good shit to say, and they need to have their their stories, their teachings uplifted. What I'm really getting at <laughs> with this podcast is it's really a project in like un- undoing perfectionism. My own perfectionism, perfectionism in our crafts, perfectionism in how we connect to other people, perfectionism in how we present ourselves to the world that strips us of our inherent messiness that takes away the need for us to be vulnerable with each other for us to be in connection and community with each other because the witchcraft community does have a massive individualization problem there is definitely a sense of because the majority of us are solitary witches we don't practice with a coven we don't practice with other witches regularly that you know we can't harm anyone because our practice is just involving us, but that's really a shitty mindset to have because intention doesn't always equal impact. So I'm really hoping that through all of our conversations, like that I and the guests that I can have, and also you, listener, can really start to weave together all of these threads so that we can begin to talk about witchcraft not just as like a means to an end, not just like, yeah, we do spell jars and candle spells and it's nice and then it makes us feel witchy, but to really cement ourselves in in witchcraft-centering community, in witchcraft being a reclamation of the connections that we used to have with each other, with, with the planet, with the earth, with the stars, to our inner witches, to our inner child. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to allowing myself to be a bit more vulnerable with you, to speak a little bit more openly, to go through stuff on a deeper level, deeper than however many 2,000 characters on Instagram, or, you know, a minute max long reel. I'm trying not to script stuff, I'm just trying to ramble. That whole, like, the last 20 minutes was based on one point on my, <laughs> on my notes. So I hope that my ramblings are supportive. Because, yeah, I, I feel good about potentially opening up conversations a little bit deeper. Because when I first started out on this road, you know, I was Wiccan when I first started out. I'm not Wiccan anymore. And I very much did not see any conversations that had nuance around witchcraft. And there was so many shoulds and musts and shouldn'ts, and it just doesn't really vibe with me at all. So I'm really hoping just to kind of add a little bit new flavor (laughs) to the witchcraft conversation, to the witchcraft community. And I mean, I'm really hoping that I I can help 
show you because you already know this shit. It's not like I'm, you know, I feel like I'm always reintroducing people to the inner witches and to magic rather than introducing them because I do believe that we are all magical geniuses. We all are witches when we are born. It's a skill that we have forgotten that has been repressed, that has been silenced by society, by our families, by our communities. And it is a, a journey of reintroduction, of coming home. This is all to say that I believe that we can infuse magic with anything. And this has been something that I've recently realized I'm very skilled at, is finding the magic in activities. Um, and this is why I'm hoping to include a range of people who have a range of practices, and maybe even people who wouldn't necessarily see what they do as witchcraft. Because I see witchcraft in everything, you know? At its very core, magic is just intention plus action plus energy equals result. Obviously, it's not as simple as that a lot of the time, unfortunately. And if we kind of think about that, whenever we say go to the shop to go and get a particular thing that we've run out at, you know, that, that's intention. We intend to go to the shop. Action, we go to the shop. Energy, we, you know, take ourselves to the shop. We work up the energy to go and do it. And that equals in us getting the thing from the shop. If we don't have the energy to do that, we're too tired, we don't have the physical energy, we're in too much pain, or we don't physically go to the shop, or we don't have the intention, we don't want to go get the item, then, then we don't go get the item. Um, so I believe that magic really infuses itself with everything that we do, and it's just about drawing intention and pleasure to whatever we're doing that can really make witchcraft sustainable and can allow it to be uniquely us, authentic to us. Um, and I believe that we are crafting a community and a society that is bringing the magic into the mundane. Because yes, the complicated rituals are wonderful. They're great. But at its core, witchcraft is a practice of zooming into the micro so it is a reflection of the macro, if that makes sense. <laughs> I believe that witchcraft is not just the practice of magic. Witchcraft is the practice of self-intimacy, of self-intimacy, obviously, with ourselves, intimacy with our ancestors, intimacy with our community, intimacy with the earth, intimacy with plants, intimacy with the stars, intimacy with our souls intimacy with our lovers and that's why I believe that pleasure is such an important part of witchcraft because pleasure also draws us deeper into intimacy with other people not just sexual pleasure but pleasure in all its forms so I feel like I I was gonna say I've rambled I'm really trying to not diminish what I say because <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that makes my inner witch feel very good about themselves <laughs> When I'm like, I just rambled. And I know that I'm going to finish recording this podcast episode and go like, that was really vague and philosophical and maybe a little bit rambly. But I have to trust that whatever my inner witch wants to say, whatever my inner witch feels they need to get out, that they want to let other people know and validate, I have to trust that that's what needs to happen. 
And again, I'm kind of, I have a tendency to want to give all of the information right now. And I was going to go through my journey up until this point and all this stuff, but I feel like that stuff will come up in its own time with its own experiences and its own perspectives. So I'm just going to let it be. And for someone who is a control freak, (laughs) that is difficult. But that's something that my witchcraft practice has helped me do. It has helped me to just be and to be intentional and to be comfortable and to just be. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. I am just allowed to just be here in this body, speaking to you right here, right now. So I think that's all from me for today. I think my next episode will probably be a solo episode. And then maybe after that, we'll have a guest. But who knows? I I don't really know what people on podcasts do. Um, <laughs> I think you can rate it, rate the podcast. And of course, you know me, I'm a Gemini. I would love to hear your thoughts. If you want to drop me an email or a message on Instagram or whatever, that would be great. Um, and obviously, if you are like, ah. I want more of this. I don't know. I want more than just a podcast episode every couple of weeks. I'm actually launching my signature course, Rose Witch Coven, for its second cohort. Yeah, I, I'll leave the link down there for that. It's going to go into a big old thing about what it's about and all this stuff. But I think that it will call to the people who want it, um, who want more of a pleasurable kind of authentic creativity focused practice who are looking to take all the stuff that I've said here to a deeper level so if that's you and you're like yeah actually that does sound cool I wouldn't mind hanging out with you for like four months um I'll put the link in the description and yeah share with your friends share with your family um have a look at my other work I have some free offerings I have some paid offerings and yeah I look forward to supporting you in the future in whatever capacity that it is even if that was just me chatting with you here um wherever you are and I'm also very nosy let me know what you are doing are you cleaning the house while listening to this are you driving are you cooking I want to know let me know um and of course tag me in anything and yeah you know the drill you know you know what you're meant to do um so I will speak to you soon and yeah hope you enjoyed me blabbing for a little bit um (laughs) and i'll see you really soon bye